Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, it's Kevin Hart with my pal Catherine O'Hara. Now, I'm more of a bestie. Kind of, sort of. Right now, we're cash backing on everything we need for the holidays with Chase Freedom Unlimited. I got some ornaments and lights. Tis the season to cash back. And lots of wrapping paper. Maybe you're cash backing on a present bought for me? Uh, about that. I know. I know you're kidding. Am I? How do you cash back? Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. What up, everybody? This is Ed Lover. This is Kim Son, the podcast. There are 8 million stories in the naked city. Probably 9 to 10 to 12 to 15 to even more than 20 million stories when it comes to hip-hop. These are just a few of them. It's time for Kim Son, the podcast. Let's go. Welcome to Come On Son, the podcast. My name is Ed Lover. This is overseen by the late great combat Jack the Podfather. There are 8 million stories in the Naked City. That's a song that was made by Curtis Blow a long time ago. We're one of the very first features that we ever heard on the rap record, and that was featuring Run DMC. Can we play a little bit of 8 million stories, please? why I say this is because if you listen to hip hop stories and as we grow older and wiser and the golden age of hip hop is revisited, people like to tell stories. They like to hear stories. I was watching a very popular podcast called My Expert Opinion with Mr. Math Hoffa 
And he had Styles P on there. And Styles P telling stories about how the locks, how they met X, how they got together, how he lived on the south side. Jada and Sheik lived on the north side. Very intriguing. A lot we didn't know about the locks. How they were the warlocks. How they went to the same high school. How they respect and appreciate and promote each other always. The reason why they stay together so long. There are stories about De La Soul. There are stories about the native tongues. There are stories that Moni Love had that she used to tell me all the time. Everybody in hip-hop got stories. I remember one time we sent Dr. Dre out of the studio when I was doing Hot 97 in the morning. We used to get up very early to be there at 6 in the morning. At the time, I lived in Jersey, and I had to drive all the way into the city to do the morning show on Hot 97. I cannot remember what Biggie was promoting. It had to be something, a single or something, because the first album was already out. And we sent Dr. Dre out to call in live, rolling around with Biggie. And Little Kim was in the car with him. I remember Dre came back, and he was in, like he saw a UFO or something when he came back to the studio. And I said, Dre, what happened? He said, I just saw Biggie slap the shit out of Little Kim. I mean, literally, not say something to snap her head back, but literally slap her across the face with an open hand. That's Dre's story. Now, I can't tell that story because I wasn't there. I got it hearsay. I know what Dre told me he saw. Dre will have to tell you that story. That's Dre's story. I remember the first time that I saw DMX ever come up to the radio station. The first time I interviewed DMX. We were in a station, Hot 97 at the time, at least in Dre in the morning. We're doing the morning show. And for those of you who don't know, morning shows start about 6. So you got to be there 5, 5.15. X is coming through. Album is crazy. Get At Me Dog is burning up the charts. I don't even know if, if I don't know if his first album was out at all. Can we play a little Rough Riders anthem? album was out in its entirety. Rough Riders Anthem or Get At Me Dog. Get At Me Dog I believe was the first single. It was Get At Me Dog. Get At Me Dog has its own story for me by itself. Here's the story of X coming to the station. I leave the studio to walk across the hall to go to the bathroom. When I come out the bathroom there's two pit bulls running down the hallway. I fucking run back in the bathroom. 
I'm like, what the fuck are two pit bulls doing in the hallway? The rep for Def Jam comes out and goes, oh, those are X's dogs. He takes them everywhere he goes. And there's another one. There's three pit bulls running around the damn station. X comes in, sits down, and lets the dogs into where we're broadcasting from, in the broadcast studio. I jump my ass up on the, like the tabletop, right? Because it's like a whole setup where the mics are there, some people sitting off to the side, then there's the board, but there's extra space. I jump my ass up there. Yo, the fuck, man? These dogs. He sits them all down. Boomer! Because he had Boomer tattooed across his back in the pit bull. This is allegedly the pit bull that he stole that kept him company when he was homeless that he used to rob people with a pit bull. And all the dogs sat on the floor. Then they laid on the floor and did not move while that whole interview was going on. And he said, watch how much control I got over these dogs. He said, Boomer. Boomer sat up. Get him, boy. And Boomer, no, no. Sit down, Boomer. And this dog is growling and showing teeth. The weirdest shit I have ever seen in my life as a broadcaster. One of the weirdest things was DMX up at the station bringing pit bulls in the station at 7 o'clock in the morning. Three of them. Never forget that as long as I live. Another story that goes along with DMX is Mike Kaiser, who's now the president of black music. He's probably got a better title than that now. Probably singer VP or president at Atlantic Records, started out at Def Jam as a record rep. Now, if you're not familiar with the music business, record reps are the guys that come to the radio station and play new records for you to get you to feel the record. So hopefully, along with you as a prominent radio personality and them put pressure on the program director to add the record to rotation. Mike Kaiser comes to the station. He goes, Eddie Mac, I got a song for you. I need you to hear this song by this artist we got called DMX. I'm like, what is DMX? He says, Dark Man X. I'm like, cool. So on the Def Jam label, automatically, I'm going to listen to it. Because at the time, Def Jam was on fire with the artists that they had signed to Def Jam. Remember, D before DMX, Jay-Z was over there. Rockefeller was over there. You know, they had Irv Gotti and the whole Murder, Inc. crew, Ja Rule, all of them coming off of Def Jam. Red Man, Method Man, on Def Jam. Def Jam is on fire. Jail Felony, on Def They had a roster, okay? So he comes. We go into the booth where the DJs used to DJ. The DJ didn't DJ in the same space as where we broadcasted from, but they had their own broadcast booth where we could see them, they could see us, they had a microphone, they had their turntables, everything was set up. He puts the record on. The record is Get At Me, dog. I'm listening to this record, I'm listening to DMX bark, and I'm listening to the beat. Now, the beat sounds very familiar to me because there was a song on EPMD's album called Get the Bozak where they used the exact same beat. Mind you, where I come from, in hip-hop, you didn't take beats. You didn't use the same beat somebody else got. Remember, MC Light made a record against Antoinette called Beat Biter, Dope Style Taker. 
Take it to your face. You ain't nothing but a faker. Play a little bit of that. Okay, now play a little bit of Get the Bozak by EPMD. Suzanne, let me tell you who I am. The E-R-I-C-K-S-E-R-M-O-N. Call me a lumberjack or a midland warrior. Doing damage to the world with the hurricane glory. I'm serious. You can say I'm furious. You're saying it in your mind who is it because you're curious. A real rap style. I heard about the usual. Your body get damaged, but my brothers stay neutral. Why am I making it taking? It's shaking and flaking. Breathe my oven to 300 degrees and start baking. It seems like potatoes. Beats kicking like Cato. Getting philosophical like the Greek man Plato. The Greek man Plato. The Greek man Plato. But I'm the AKA to flow. Bro, as you all would know, I do a show. Pick up the dough and hoe. Break to the limo. Money in the pockets. I'll be here. Now play a little bit of Get At Me, dog. Where my dog's at? I'm right here, dog. Where must I go through? The show you shit is real. Uh, and I ain't really never gave a fuck how niggas feel. Rob and I still. Uh, not cause I want to, cause I have to. And don't make me show you what the back. Come on, if you don't know by now, then you slip. I'm on some bullshit that's got me jacking niggas flip. Uh, Let my man in them stay pretty. I'm gonna stay shitty. <laughs> Cruddy, it's all for the money. Is you with me? Get the bitches, and I'll commit the crime. Uh-huh. When it's on, we transform like Optimus Prime. Off on the head, roll out, let's make it happen. If we ain't gonna get it with them, we'll take a cap. Crossing off, dusting off, it's softest niggas. Money with the biggest mouth, yo, let's talk this nigga. Come on, this nigga, never made a sound. Way too fucking hard, and he didn't yeah. bust down. Yeah, 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 niggas wanna be killers. Get at me, dog. Yeah, niggas wanna fill us. Get at me, dog. Yeah, niggas want the bread. Get at me, dog. What? Uh, yeah. uh, uh, with the dirt. Okay, it's the same beat. In my era, you didn't do that. So automatically, I don't like the record. And he's get at me, dog. He's barking. Er, er. We got a dog. We got Snoop Dogg. Why the fuck do we need another dog? It's the dog. We don't need another dog. That's biting. Fuck out of here. The record is whack. Mike Kaiser looks at me like, Eddie Mac, come the fuck on. I'm like, nah, this shit is trash. Fuck out of here. I'm not vouching for this whack-ass, beat-biting-ass bullshit record. Lo and behold, we had a team at Hot 97, a basketball team, charity basketball team, that those of us who worked at the station played on. So other charities, high schools, um, fire department, police department, would go up against us. We're the number one station in New York City at the time. The team was called the Hot 97 Hot Shots. I was on the team, and I was the head coach. So we got people that work at the station, mind you, that don't play ball all the time, playing. So we're going around to these different schools, different organizations, and we're getting our asses handed to us every time. They got dudes that played in college. They got dudes that played semi-pro. They got motherfuckers that play ball, busting our ass. They got 6'8", 6'9", 6'11", dudes. So I say, fuck this. I'm tired of getting my ass kicked. 
I'm going to the Rucker, and I'm putting a team together. So I go to the Rucker. I get my man D. Black, Dorian Graham, my man, and he helps me construct this squad. Now, everywhere we go, we're busting everybody's ass. We have a game at Mount Vernon High School against the Mount Vernon team and if, you know, the, the faculty and all of that. There's a DJ there. At halftime, the DJ is spinning records. The DJ puts on Get At Me Dog by DMX and the people in there lost their fucking mind. I slept on DMX. I slept on him like a fucking idiot because of what I believed was the rules of hip-hop at the time. DMX went on to have one of the greatest careers ever and laughs every time I tell him the God's honest truth that if I was an A&R, I would not have signed DMX based on that record. Rough Riders Anthem, the whole Dark and Hell is Hot album, two number one albums in one year. No other rap artist has done it since. DMX, and I slept on it. Slept on X. Me and X, mad cool. This is not to shade anybody. The last performance I've seen X do is in Atlanta at the One Music Fest where they try to bridge the gap between classic music, mid-music, and new music. They have new artists. They have Afro-Cuban artists. They'll have Raphael Sadiq. And at the same time, they will have SZA before anybody ever heard who SZA was. They try to bridge that gap. It's a wonderful festival. I don't know if you've ever been to Atlanta for it. It's called the One Music Fest. X is performing. I'm on the side of the stage. Now, right before I get to that side, I'm on the side of the stage. Tigger is hosting. And I love Tigger. There's no shade on Tigger. X comes out. He goes into his shit. I'm right on his right-hand side on the side of the stage. Tigger is on the left-hand side of the side of the stage. X does not acknowledge Tigger at all, at all. Tigger had just been on stage yelling for who wants him to bring back Rap City, blah, 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 blah. Mind you, I'm a Yom TV Raps guy. I know we set the tempo for Rap City and every fucking thing else that came behind us. Ralph McDaniel set the tempo for us in Video Music Box. We set the tempo for Rap City. There's no Rap City if there's not Yom TV Raps. So he's trying to gas everybody up. X pays him no fucking attention. Mid-set, he looks to the right and he sees me. He shuts the music down. And a fucking icon is in the building. You know? My nigga. Y'all make some fucking noise for Ed Love out this motherfucker. And come out, Ed. Come out. We took a picture together on the side of the stage. Introduced him to my family. That's the last time I saw X Alive. There are 8 million stories in the city and maybe 25 to 30 million in hip-hop. If you ask Ludacris, he got a story, a bunch of stories. He got stories about doing music with Missy Elliott and Timbaland. You ask Jermaine Dupree, who got more stories than Jermaine Dupree? And people say that I'm a good storyteller. I do the best I can with what I remember. I remember being in a spot in L.A., called Roxbury. And all the celebrities used to go to Roxbury. And a lot, you had to get picked and chose to go into Roxbury. I'm standing in front of Roxbury and they're not letting me in. I don't have no chick with me. I'm feeling myself. 
I'm on the hottest video show in the fucking world. You're on TV Raps, and this doorman won't show me no fucking love whatsoever. I'm out here. I'm getting frustrated. I'm making some bread. I rented a Corvette drop top. Gave the valet dude $100 to leave my shit up front. It's cherry red. The top is down. It's L.A. It's nighttime. Nigga, do you know who the fuck I am? That's what I'm saying in my mind. But he's letting regular niggas in with two chicks, and he's looking past me. He's not even fucking acknowledging me at all. Well, not like, Ed, hold on, I'll get you in, like, nothing. Like, fuck you, give a fuck who you are, you're not getting in here. I'm like, my dude, he's giving me the hand. He don't even speak. He's giving me the hand, like, hold tight. Fuck, like, I think sometimes they get off leaving celebrities outside so that we can look stupid, right? And at this time, I'm fucking big. I'm fucking big. Everybody that's coming through there is hollering at me. Dudes is walking in like, yo, Ed, you want to roll with us? I'm like, nah, I'm good, because I'm trying to get in on my own. Finally, when I'm fucking frustrated to the hilt, this limousine pulls up, the window goes down, and somebody goes, yo, Ed. I look around, and it's Eddie Murphy and his main security dude, Big Fruity. Big Fruity said, yo, Ed, what's good? I'm like, yo, they not let me in the spot. He said, yo, we going through the back. Walk to the back. I walk to the back. Eddie gives me love. Fruity, the entourage, give me love. And I walk into Roxbury with them. Now I'm in a different world. Now I'm with fucking Eddie Murphy. Now I'm with Mr. $25 million a picture. I'm fucking with Eddie Murphy now. I go in the section. We sit down. It's Eddie, Arsenio, fuck else was there. I know Mike Tyson was there that night. Magic Johnson was there that night. I believe Isaiah Thomas. Like, I'm in a realm of superstar motherfuckers. Like, I'm a star at this point in my career. But these motherfuckers have transcended stardom. I'm fucking with them. Them motherfuckers. Come on, son, son. What's up, y'all? Ed Lover here. And yes, I am getting ready for the holiday season already. And let me tell you something. One beverage I can truly count on when I want to bring my entire family together every year around this time is Coca-Cola. For decades, we've been honoring our household tradition of gathering in the main room, putting up the tree, the decorations. My wife and my mother-in-law are setting out the Cokes over ice while all my kids are falling in the front door one by one by one with grandbabies following them behind them, running towards the Coca-Cola, trying to do everything. Enjoy the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends, good family, delicious food, and of course, ice cold Coke. Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together. Y'all already know that. Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega Veneta. At eBay, it's real, or it's getting a fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators are making sure you never get faked over again. Watches inspected by watch aficionados. Sneakers checked by legit sneakerheads. Handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs and jewelry in the scope of expert gemologists. These authenticators are leaders in their field with meticulous eyes for making sure your piece arrives as authentic as your style and worthy of your collection. As experts, they know the true difference between a real 
and a fake. Real carries that rare distinguished feel, the weight of pure platinum, exquisite scent of Togo leather, the tight stitching on a pair of dunks, the brilliance of real diamonds. So rest assured, your Rolex moves just like a Rolex should, and that colorway on your Jordan Royals will always be on point. The details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, it's Kevin Hart with my friend Catherine O'Hare. Tis I. And we're cash backing on our entire holiday gift list with Chase Freedom Unlimited. We are. How about cologne for Jack? You know what? That's cash backing and it's in the air. Ooh, and I love this scarf for Barbara. And I love the cash backing. Ooh, focus on the giving, Kevin. And, and, one more on the list. Somebody named Ke- Kev. Kevin? Yes! <laughs> How do you cash back? Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Peacock, presenting the new original limited series, The Best Man, The Final Chapters, from the creator of The Best Man and The Best Man Holiday and executive producer of Insecure. A lifetime of friendship has all led to this. The characters we've grown with reconnecting as they go from midlife crisis to midlife renaissance. Starring Morris Chestnut, Melissa DeSosa, Tay Diggs, Regina Hall, Terrence Howard, Sanaa Lathan, Nia Long, and Harold Perrineau. The series reunites the original cast to wrap up all the unfinished business with new loves, career highs, parenthood, grief, and everything in between. The series explores what threatens to tear us down and what ultimately keeps us together. Stream The Best Man, the final chapters now, only on Peacock. Dancing crew, trip for two, nail the final interview. Game with Doug, brand new mug. Come here, kid. Give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. Boosters designed for COVID-19 variants are now available. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster appointment as soon as you're eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Whether it's your kicks, your clothes, or anything else, going with the best gives you that swagger and confidence to be yourself, to be bold, and to live large. Living large is all about being authentic, cool under pressure, and prepared for whatever comes your way. You always got to be the man with a plan, and when life throws those special moments at you, you can't accept anything less than the gold standard. Magnum Law condoms help you play it cool and stay protected. Magnum. Live large. Look for Magnum condoms wherever condoms are sold. Come on, side, side. If anybody ever been to L.A., you know most clubs close at 2 o'clock. Club closes at 2 o'clock. Yo, what's good? That's what they asked me. I'm like, I'm headed back to the hotel. Nah, fuck that. We got a house in the Hollywood Hills. We got mad chicks coming. Here's the address. Or just follow the fucking limo. Bet. I got the Corvette. I'm getting the Corvette. I see them pulling out. I pull out right, but I'm dead on their ass. Pause. We get to the Hollywood Hills, and it's just as promised. The, all of the dudes that was with me in there, the or they weren't with me. I was with them. We all go to this party. I don't even know who fucking house this is. All I know is it ain't nothing but bad, bad, bad chicks. And the bar's open. The champagne is open. It's just open. Some people smoking weed. 
Some people doing blow. Some people are openly having sex. I'm just in the midst of this entire fucking orgy party shit going on. Now, mind you, I don't see Eddie and them doing anything. I know we laughing, we drinking, and we having a good time. Whatever them niggas was going to do, they're going to do in private. Okay? I drink. I'm smoking weed. I'm having a good time. I sit down on the couch, and I pass the fuck out because I'm drunk. When I wake up, all I see around me is like normal fucking people, and the baddest of the bad chicks was gone, and I didn't see Eddie and them, and I didn't see Magic and them. This is a fucking crazy mansion with a heated pool from the inside that went to the outside. I don't see them. I don't know where they at. I know Jermaine Stewart walked in. Okay, Jermaine Stewart, we don't have to take our clothes off. That dude, they used to be a soul trained dancer, the openly gay dude. He walked in with a, like, a little entourage of gay dudes. I took that as my signal to get in my fucking Corvette and get the fuck out of there. Okay, I don't know what happened to, dude, I don't know, maybe Magic might have left. I don't know. But knowing what I know now, I doubt it because the Magic's appetite for women was crazy. So he was probably in some room just doing what the fuck ever. You know, Mike liked the pussy, so Mike was probably killing shit. You know, Eddie was probably doing his thing very, very privately. Shit that not even my stardom could get me into that section. You understand what I'm saying? I know I woke up, I was fucked up, and I saw Jermaine Stewart, and I was like, nah. Nothing against you if you gay, but that ain't my scene. I got to go. And this is about 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning. The sun is coming up. I'm driving down from the Hollywood Hills back to the Le Mondrian, and the sun is out. And all I could think about was, damn. I was just invited into the inner circle of black Hollywood stardom, superstardom. Superstardom, y'all. I was like, this shit is crazy. This shit was beyond anything that I, I have ever seen, and I've seen it all. But this is beyond anything that I have ever seen. See, when you get that famous, when you go by one name, I was still Ed Lover. I wasn't Ed. That was Eddie. That was Magic. That was Mike. That was Arsenio. I wasn't on that level. But I had a damn good time. There are 8 million stories in the Naked City. And in hip-hop, R&B, sports, and entertainment, 30 to 40 million. Without the shadow of a doubt. Can we play a little, You don't have. we don't have to take our clothes off by Jermaine Stewart? Thank you. Can we play a little bit of Party All the Time, produced by Rick James, Eddie Murphy's joint?
Thank you. I'm telling you, there are so many different stories. One of the, the world's favorite stories for me is my Mike Tyson story. When Mike gave me the Bentley. Y'all heard it before. Ain't no need for me to repeat it. If you never heard it, look it up on YouTube. It's right there. But that's not my only Mike Tyson story. And when I write a book, I will tell you my different encounters with Mr. I am Mike Tyson and how much fun that I've had with Mike Tyson. I've had fun with all of them. I remember at Mary J. Blige's 40th birthday party, my wife and I were invited. I remember at one point after they had dinner upstairs and they all came downstairs and Oprah and, and Gail were there, Jay-Z and Beyonce were there. I remember going to the bathroom, coming back after I introduced Jay-Z and Beyonce to my wife, Vanessa. And, they, and Jay looked at me and said, that's you, Eddie Mack? I was like, yeah, this is my wife, Vanessa. He said, damn, homeboy, you came up. I said, I came up. And Beyonce just started laughing. I went to the bathroom and came back. I looked, I looked at Jay. I said, Jay, where the girls go? He said, look over there at the bar. And my wife, Beyonce, Mary J. Blige, Mary's sister was throwing back shots at the bar. That's how they took to my wife in that moment. And later on that evening, they did a soul train line. And when they did the soul train line, I told, I was on the mic. I told everybody, no phones. No phones. Let these superstars enjoy themselves. No phones. This ain't going on Facebook. It wasn't no Instagram then. What was it? The first shit we had. Y'all remember? I don't remember the name of the social media platform we were all on at that time. You know? But it was no phones, and everybody kept their phones down. And Jay and Beyonce came through the Soul Train line. That's something that's in my memory. I rocked the Soul Train line with my wife and Oprah Winfrey and Gail King. Kevin Lyles came through the Soul Train line. Mike Kaiser came through the Soul Train line. Mary and Ken do rocked the Soul Train line. There is no video footage of that because everybody respected it. Why Clef was there. I remember that because we came up. It was so snowy. That day, that I had to be very careful driving back to New Jersey in my truck in all the snow. Very snowy. It was a snowstorm that night. And Jerry Wonder and Wyclef were coming up in the elevator with my wife and I. And we all had a good time. We had a ball. And there's no video footage of that. Because we all went by the memory of things. And that's the beauty of the stories. Everybody has a different perspective. Everybody thinks differently of a lot of things that happened because you were there. You're in the moment. You was at that time. You know, I remember seeing Jay-Z with somebody that he was seeing that I didn't know that he was seeing at the time. This is, this is uh, BB before Beyonce at a club called Spa. That's the first time I ever seen Jay-Z dancing on the dance floor with this young lady who's in the music business. I'm not going to say her name. But I didn't know that they were seeing each other at the time. I didn't know that. I saw the late, great Malik Sealy check Jay-Z in, in Cancun. For those of y'all don't know, Jay-Z and, and Malik opened up Baseline Studios. I seen Malik check the shit out of Jay-Z. My man used to do Cancun every year, Memorial Day weekend, Chris Latimer. All the celebrities would be down there. Every fucking body would be down there. From Rockefeller to, to fucking Bad Boy, whoever was hot 
would be down there. And they had this fucking club, FUBU, at the top of their game called Daddio's. And we all go to Daddio's, and then Chris would throw these parties, and I would host, and then they would have Daddio's is the first spot in Cancun, every the first club I've ever been to that would bring down these misters, and they would shoot cold fucking mist on the crowd because it would be that hot in the motherfucker. Yes. And Cancun stories are crazy bottom fucking cells. But this particular day, Chris had a player's ball. And he had it every year. We all get dressed up. I remember I would bring out my baddest Gators shit. That's, this is the 90s. When Gators was hot. And I used to go to Detroit to, to get my Gators from City Slickers. I was fucking around with Derek Coleman at the time. Me and Derek was tight as fucking over tight skinny jeans. Some shits Lil Wayne was wearing at one point. And I was standing there. And this is, nobody really rock. You know, the only people that had security at that time really was Diddy and Fubu. Rockefeller Cats ran, Jay-Z had Reasonable Doubt out. So this had to be 96, 97. They ran by themselves. They ran with their crew. They really didn't need security. So you're talking Biggs, Jay, Dame, Bleak, whoever else was in their crew, B-Hop. All of them, they they ran together. And Malik, Malik Sealy. This girl walks up to Jay, and she goes to Jay. Jay, I really love you. I love your music. I love your music. Can I get a picture? Now, this one, we had them little cameras, the battery-operated cameras. And Jay looked in the face and said, beat it, cocksucker. And the look on this girl's face was like she was hurt so fucking bad. And, of course, the niggas behind him laughed. They thought it was fucking hilarious, right? Malik was standing there. Malik berated the shit out of Jay. It's like, motherfucker, who you think you are? He says, you just coming into the game. You ain't no fucking body. You probably lost a fan. Matter of fact, you probably lost just lost 20 fans. Because she going to go back and tell somebody, going to tell somebody and tell somebody that you're a fucking asshole. And I watched Jay stand there and listen to Malik. And Jay walked over to the girl and said, that was a bad choice of words on my part. I was a little tipsy. I was just showing off. I'm so sorry. He took the picture with her and bought a bottle of champagne. I was stand, I was standing there earjacking the whole shit. That's why to this day I have Malik tattooed on my arm after he died. I have his name tattooed to my arm because Malik showed class, style, and he was just a great all-around human being. Rest in peace, Malik Sealy, all the time. And I'm so happy that me and his brother are tight-ass friends. That's my dude. But they are fucking, again, 8 million stories. I'm quite sure Timberland got stories. Young Jock got stories. Diddy done fucked with everybody at one point or another. Diddy got stories. My man Kenny Burns got stories. Everybody got stories. So if there's 8 million in the naked city, there's 30 million in hip-hop. I got Tupac stories that it would take me another hour and a half to sit here and talk about pop. I got Biggie stories. I got SWV stories. I got Missy Elliott stories. I got Jodeci stories. I got stories. There's a lot of stories. And the reason why I brought this up is because recently MC Search did an interview and he told this story. Take a listen. 20 goons with me, like Necro and El Bill. Like I had like mad goons with me. And uh, I got to do my little freestyle. And towards the end, 
Ed says to me, he's like, yo, you know, Hammer's here. Let's just, yo, it'd be perfect. The end of Young TV wraps you and Hammer just make peace. And I look at Ed and I was like, yo, Hammer's here? And I just went, and all my boys pulled their ratchets. Because we were all carrying. I, I just wanted to find them. And we couldn't, we couldn't find them. But that's where my head was in 1994. Can we play the ga- a little bit of the gas face where he disses Hammer at the end of the song? Oh, shit. Another gas face victim. There it is, yo, fellas, man. Why don't you step to the mic, man? Hey, yo, good looking out, Don, man. Peace. Pun G. Yo, who gets the gas face? Gas face, Hammer got dissed. If Pop goes to Weasel, Hammer got dissed by third base. Now, when Hammer was popping, Hammer's from Oakland, California. Searches from Far Rockaway, Queens. Equally dangerous fucking places. Search said he had 20 goons with him. The scenario he's painting is that was the very final show of your own TV raps. And yes, Hammer was there. Now, I'm going to say this. Anybody that knows Hammer, he took beef seriously. And when he saw you, he was going to step to you. And although Hammer wore parachute pants and danced, it was nothing soft about the Burrells. Nothing soft about Hammer and nothing soft about his brother Louis Burrell and the motherfuckers that rolled with him. Nothing soft about them. Nothing soft about them cats from Far Rockaway that ran with third base. Nothing soft about it. So the part of the story where people think that Search was capping, Search was not capping. Now, I'm going to tell you this and be honest and truthful to you, with you, about it. There were so many people there. If you go to YouTube, you can see the last episode of Yom TV Raps. Freestyles by KRS-One, Search, Rakim, Redman, Method Man, Flavor Flav, so many people there. Salt and Pepper was there. So many people there. DJ Just, when he was just a little kid, was there. Me, Dre, T-Money, Fab. If the goons and the guns came out, I did not see it. And if it happened, it did not happen inside. Because if it would have happened inside, Ted Demi, the late great Ted Demi, and Peter Doherty, the late great Peter Doherty, Todd won, rest in peace also. They would have told me about it. I would have known about that. So if it happened, it must have happened outside. I can't say that that part actually happened, but I can say that me saying to Search, this is the last show of your TV raps, it would be dope if you and Hammer could make peace right here. And he was like, Hammer's here? I was like, yeah. Search did it freestyle. Where Search got off to, it was whoever was next. On the freestyle. I wasn't really concerned with where Search went. So I can't say that Search is lying. Because I didn't see that part. I don't know if he went outside and looked for Hammer. 
I don't know if he went into a different part of where we shot that. Plus, that was a very big space we were in, and that wasn't the only studio. So I don't know if he walked the halls with his goons looking for Hammer. I don't know. I know he'll tell you that Hammer and put him under pressure in L.A. He'll tell you that story. So I can't say that search is capping. I can say what he said, that, that exchange between him and I, absolute truth. That is the absolute truth that I said that to him. You have to understand, I don't remember every fucking single thing that happened to me since 1989. I don't remember everything. But I do remember that conversation. I don't think he, he didn't stand next to me and go, ooh, ooh, and 20 niggas pulled out guns because they wouldn't have did that at your TV raps, not at the final show. Now, if they got together and went outside and was searching for Hammer, maybe. I don't even know if Hammer was still there when I said that to search. I know Hammer had been there. But I don't know. I didn't look around and see Hammer. I just said it to him. Man, it would be dope if you and Hammer can make peace. Because I know that that beef was real. I know Hammer and them Oakland dudes and his brother Louis Burrell, they took beef seriously. They weren't going to let any other MCs slander Hammer's name without at least addressing them about it. Whether or not you came to California or they were in New York. They didn't give a fuck. Ask Redman, ask Method Man, ask Search, ask Pete Nice, ask all of them. Lil Duval hit me and was like, I'm going to need Ed Lover to verify this story because people were like, ah, Search soft, he is capping. No, Search is from Far Rockaway, Queens. Search is a white boy. He's a Jewish man, but he's from fucking Far Rock. It's nothing soft about Far Rockaway. That's why we call Far Rockaway the sixth borough of New York City. It's Queens, but it's not really connected to Queens like that. If you're in Queens, you have to go through either John Gotti land or from my part of Queens, you have to go through into Long Island and then into Far Rockaway. You have to cross a bridge to get to Far Rockaway. Far Rockaway is surrounded by water. It's nothing fucking soft about them projects, Redfern, none of that. Ain't nothing soft about Far Rockaway. It ain't nothing soft about Oakland at all. So that's why I told y'all the stories to lead up to that story, to let everybody know, everyone that hit me on Instagram, from my girl Mook to my, to my girl Becky in Chicago to Little Duval to Old Man Ebro to everybody that hit me and wanted to know if that story was true. I'm telling you what I saw. I'm telling you what I heard. I'm telling you the part that I was privy to. And the part that I was privy to was, yo, search. You and Hammer should make peace. This is the last year on TV rap show. Oh, Hammer's here? Yeah, Hammer's here. After that, I didn't see the guns and the goons. That's all I'm saying. And I can pretty much guarantee you the guns and the goons did not happen inside that building. If it did, it happened outside that building. There's 8 million stories in the naked city. 8 million. Give me a little bit of Can't Touch This by Hammer. My, 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 my this. music hit me so hard. Makes me say, oh my Lord, thank you for blessing me. What am I doing?
can't touch this. Yeah, that's how we living, and you know you can't touch this. Look at my eyes, man. You can't touch this. Yo, let me bust the funky lyrics. Fresh new kicks and bands. You got it like that, now you know you wanna dance. So move out of your seat and get a fight, girl, and catch this beat while it's rolling. This has been Stories, the podcast. Come on, son. I'm Ed Lover. Y'all keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. I'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about that ass next week. Be good if you can't be good. Be careful. If you can't be careful, wear some parachute pants like Hammer. Till the next time we ride together, slide together, laugh out loud together, Ed Lover saying God bless each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all for tuning me in and not tuning me out. I give you the good shit and never the bullshit. Shout out to Cam P, Cam Quotes, and super producer Krista for putting this whole shit together. I love you. This is Kevin Hidesiding, the podcast. Thank y'all for listening. Until next week, I love you more than cook food, so take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out CigarsInternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs>